It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. I am Todd the Haas Stewart. Glad to have you along. Glad to have John Barchard from BleedingGreenNation.com, from BGN Radio, and from 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. And John, uh, I can only imagine what the chatter was like Sunday morning when you and Brandon and the whole gang got together on 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. And you probably had some choice words, and thank God for the delay when the Eagles fans checked in from the Thanksgiving game. (laughs) The delay, the dump button, everything. Actually, yeah, it was just, it, it just, uh, it, yeah. I mean, we we just got on, and we're, and it's still the same thing now, and it's increasingly like the 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 more and more that this stuff kind of is is rolling through the week, and I think people are it's because it was a Thursday game, they've just had more time to let this sink in. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's been kind of coming in and out, and look, there's 14 college jobs that are open, so this was obviously always going to. Every year it happens. It continues to do it. Um, there was reports today that said that Chip Kelly met with some of the folks at USD, even though they named their interim head coach, uh, coach head coach uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he had denied it at the press conference again. He said he'd never been uh, in Philadelphia at the time that the report came out. He was in New Hampshire. There was a bunch of other stuff that was going on here. So, um, yeah, I, so, so that's coming up again. And then more, even on Sunday, uh, Ian Rappaport had mentioned that he was still kind of keeping his options open and that there was, I don't know, it was a very, it was a very weird, really weirded uh, tweet that kind of came out and got everybody started thinking. And now, now everybody's on this kick where, yeah, the Tennessee Titans might be interested in trading for him, <laughs> you know, for Chip Kelly services and that there would be a first round pick involved in that's just some of the stuff he was hearing. And I know it's, it's, it's kind of like what would be happening more or less around, uh, around the league, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know where they, that information kind of comes from. Maybe somebody's agent's throwing that out there. I don't know where that's coming from, but, um, people are already talking about the idea of like, yeah, that being a, that's a good idea. If you can get a first round pick this year, <laughs> that and, you know, pick next year, then I would go ahead and, and go forward. I, I've never seen, I mean, like, 
you, you really can't defend anything that's happening on the field. You get no. blown out twice in two weeks. Um, but then you're, there's just like, I don't understand in 11 weeks, we've gone from, we've gone from two years to now 11 weeks where it's just like, see ya, get him out of here. I don't care. Get rid of it when the entire division is, is awful. Um, and then no one wants this thing. You know, Washington ends up being the Giants. Eli looks like old Eli. Um, and, and it's just people want to be done with it. And I understand that because they just look at this team and it's just not talented enough. It's just not good enough. I think losing out is going to be a kind of a catch-22 for Chip Kelly because finally he'll be in a position again since, you know, uh, since he's been in uh, the GM to actually go and pick the, out of that top-tier talent. And he hasn't been able to do that since he's been here, uh, other than when his first year and he came in and Howie Roseman was the GM and they had a pretty a pretty decent draft then. I still think they had a pretty decent draft this past year, just drafting where they were from, mm-hmm. uh, where where they were at pick-wise. But this team needs that. This I so I'm on board with also losing out and having that there. But I, I think if this loses out, there 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 might be. A little, some fireworks here at the end. It's not looking good, and I've never seen that happen so fast. I can't remember one general manager who's gotten one year and then been like, see ya, after having somewhat success the two years previous before a year head coach, and it's, it's kind of crazy around here. Let's go, let's go back to the, the rumors about Tennessee. The ultimate irony would be, okay, Tennessee calls Jeff Lurie, says, okay, we'll trade you, you know, Chip Kelly. Lurie says, okay, to do that, here's the ultimate irony. I want Mariota. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. It's just like this is the other thing I don't understand is where, you know, even if he were to leave on his own, and and this is the way for Tennessee to think, signal that like, hey, there's a job here waiting for you if you want to leave. So if there, if Lori comes in here and says, well, you know what, this just isn't working. We're going to restructure power, and and Chip goes in and says like, I don't want to do that. Then you're allowing him to go get the quarterback he's always wanted or whatever, and maybe that's why the the pick rumors are coming up because. You know, if if he doesn't agree to it and he's still in this contract, um, maybe that's when they'll try and try and trade him before you know they fire him or do whatever. But that's where it's just like you're good. so the the better idea here is to allow this guy instead of to try and fix his own mistakes, which we don't know. And I understand we don't know if he's capable of doing that or not. But he seems like a pretty smart guy to me to at least give him one year. And I don't think one year is going to kill you either way. But you would rather send him there for picks, which. Then you're just saying, okay, the last two drafts, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, those were kind of useless. So you're going to start the rebuild over again for the second year in a row. Then you're going to, and, and people already have this blind faith into the, into the other side of it, where you're just going to be like, yeah, we'll hire a new GM and hire some random coordinator and it'll be great. We trust the telling evaluation of two guys that we don't know exist yet uh, <laughs> to, you know, go in here and, and create a better football team uh, because, that's how fed up they are, and I and I understand that part of it. I I'm I'm furious. Like this is a disaster. I've never seen anything like this. But I also think like just doing that, and we've talked about this a lot this week. That is a very Cleveland Browns front office move. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's one thing to say that it is like, oh, it's bad business and cut your losses, and we see what's going on here, and this is declined each year that he's been here. But people just don't again look at this thing and go. It's it's a lot more than just Chip, who has definitely screwed up and deserves all the heat that he's getting. I mean, this is bad. He tried to do a rebuild and win at the same time, and it flopped. But if everybody can go back to, you know, even before all the crazy moves happened, we liked a lot of the draft picks. We liked some of the stuff that happened in the preseason. I think we can all 
rationalize why they went after Bradford. The Murray thing, Macklin not being here, trading, you know, LaShawn McCoy, all that stuff's in the air, and it doesn't look great right now, but I don't think it was as bad as, bad as the coaching job that he's done. To be honest, I think the coaching part of it has just looked awful. I think there's the, the, uh, the offense is now too simple, and there's a bunch of reasons why that, too, and he kind of backed himself into a corner because of all these things and all the moves that he's made, but I, I want to see another year of, okay, you have some. You, you at least have a starting quarterback because if you anybody saw Nick Foles the past two weeks, <laughs> uh, that that was the right move. I don't know if it's going to be Sam Bradford moving forward, but I think he's he's shown. And granted, we have a couple of weeks to evaluate it, but he's shown improvement since you know finally coming back here. At least you have a starter going into next year. You can draft a quarterback behind him to develop because I just don't really think that there's a day one starter you can plug in here, and and still eight draft picks. So. Let's see where that goes first, and I, I don't really see the harm in waiting another year to see if he can kind of uh, steer this thing back the right way. All the money in your pockets. Put it on one or the other, John. Chip Kelly back next year. Chip Kelly gone next year. What do you think? <sighs> no bet. No bet. I, I, I don't you know. You call and push? Like that, and that's... I, I, yeah, I'm going push because I'd rather keep my money. <laughs> no matter what comes out of my mouth, it's going to be wrong. So that, that, that's the kicker here. I mean, if you took at, if you looked at the landscape of basically what's coming out from a lot of the B reporters, at least the majority of them, um, I don't know because there, there is definitely some, there is definitely some agendas coming out here for sure. And I think Howie's in on that a little bit too because why wouldn't you take the shot that? at the guy that took your job and mm-hmm. ultimately the guy that you brought in to replace him. I think there's a little of that going on. I think there's players agents who's already come out this week and have started, you know, starting to say these things and going through here. And I think that happens. What people have to understand about all that too, is this happens every time the team's losing. So every time that they're doing extra crap and it doesn't end up on the field, you're going to hear about it. Like you're going to hear about guys that leak stuff to everybody. People are going to go to quotes, um, and from from former players from everywhere else, just to get that story, because one, I mean, that's that that's kind of all you know. I've said all along that Chip Kelly doesn't need to approach the media or have access to him or whatever. He just needs to win football. But this is the other downturn to that too. If he doesn't give access, if he doesn't do interviews like uh, a lot of other coaches do, if he doesn't sit down, if he's not candid, then they're going to just assume whatever they're they're going to go out and grab whatever they can grab. Um, and and that's what's happening here. And that's that's kind of working against him a lot. I think he needs to learn that going going forward as well. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I it, it doesn't look good. I think I have a feeling if they lose that, if they go 4-12 and and they get blown out like they have been, I there's no reason to keep them around at that point. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. The schedule's not going to help them here. You can't dismiss the possibility, especially when you're going to take on the Patriots next Sunday and the Patriots are going to be in a foul mood to begin with. We don't know what's going on with Gronkowski yet. Uh, there's all kinds of different rumors out there on social media. Uh, right now they're still saying they're waiting for the results from the MRI on whether uh, on Gronkowski's situation, but they are going to be in a foul mood because they weren't happy with the refereeing in the game last night in Denver, so the Patriots are going to be loaded up and the Eagles are going to be in the crosshairs. Yeah, then the only the only saving grace is like you know that Bill and Chip are good friends, so maybe he, <laughs> I don't know, maybe once they're <laughs> up thirty, they take it easy, don't make it look as bad. But uh, yeah, I don't have a good feeling. They're already thirteen point dog. I think that's about right. Yeah. Um, and who knows? I mean, I cannot. I, I let alone the Eagles. I haven't been able to predict anything in the NFL alone. Like there's <laughs> just been 
all the bad teams end up being good teams. All the good teams end up being, you know, I, they are, are weren't supposed to be there in the first place. So I don't know if there's a miracle out there. Chip Kelly needs one this week badly to, you know, steal one away from the Patriots in Foxborough. But I, I don't see that happening at all. Follow along, John Barchard. You can follow him on Twitter. Also, of course, at BGN Radio, BleedingGreenNation.com, and at 97.5 The Fanatic. John, as always, a pleasure, bud, and we'll talk next Monday. All right, sounds good, Todd. Thanks, All right, bud. thank you. John Barcher checking in on the SECV hotline on ESPN 92.3 The Valley Sports Leader.